Hey, mate, how are you? I'm very, very well. Uh, beautiful part of the world, uh, Mudgee. Uh, I know you were trying to get in contact with me yesterday afternoon, mate, but I was in and out of reception out in this part of the world, and I'm sure it was in relation to a very, very smart winner we saw yesterday at Hawkesbury. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah, linebacker was pretty pretty much went out and um, showed that he might be one to follow later mm. in the autumn. So um, definitely not a golden slipper horse, but those races that come after the golden slipper, the size and the champagne, look like they'd be in his wheelhouse with a 1,300-metre win first up. And you don't often see them spread eagle or field like that. Like, it was it was four lengths, four lengths. So uh, it doesn't matter what the opposition is. You're still putting a big gap in some horses there. Certainly um, the case, and uh, yeah, really interested to see how that track played yesterday because um, it obviously we were thinking, oh, a bit doom and gloom here with the weather around, but I thought Hawkesbury played pretty well. Yeah, it did. It was um, Kieran got off linebacker and said it was a soft track rather than a heavy one, so um, did a really good job. And we're, um, you know, we need these tracks to perform on those sort of days, like. Um, we've had meetings caught off this week, and now we're going to get Wong and and Hawkesbury off off and done. So that's another um, hundred or hundred hundred fifty horses that's had a run and can keep going into their preparations. Now, what about the slipper picture? Um, obviously, it'll be a lot clearer after the weekend. Yep, um, just got an order of entry from Brett Devine at the ATC, and no surprise what's at the top, Shangri-La Express, from its golden gift, but. The interesting thing with the slipper is there's seven races in the next four weeks that get, get you direct entry. So that, that if all those turn up, that leaves only nine horses to get into the into the race, all those winners. Now, if you say anything that wins a million-dollar race, like a Blue Diamond or Shangri-La Express, Shangri-La Express doesn't have to race again. It could go straight to the slipper and be, be in the field. So you'd say the first two from those races are in as well you're sort of getting down towards four or five horses that can get in on prize money. So it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens. I think you can take it as red, Shangri-La Express, Bodyguard. And interestingly, Bodyguard's been just been vetted for the Blue Diamond and it's been found to be, be a little bit lame. So they're going to have another look at him right. him um, in tomorrow, I'd say. Um, and Storm Boy, they, they all look like they've got enough already to get in. So there's going to be... Um, the the interesting part of it is where, what, how much money you will actually need to get into the slipper as the last horse in. And I think it could be up towards $200,000. Yeah, okay. All right. So that's what we just have to keep an eye on. Um, and I guess that's going to be fascinating. The other, thing, the other thing with that, I'll make the point, fully lit, that won the English race. Like, So Magic Millions money doesn't count because it's a um, restricted race. But there's a deal between English and the ATC that the English Millennium winner as a sponsor, they get um, they count that as a Saturday win. So, fully they got um, I think it's seventy thousand for the the win in the in the English um, the English race the other day. Now it's going it's going to go to I spoke to Adrian Bott. It's going to go to Black Opal. They've got a they've got a real difficulty of just keeping these horses apart and trying to get get them all qualified. Like you're mm-hmm. going to have to you know you're going to have um, of course, we're, we know Storm Boy's going next week, so that means there'll be another group of them. I think Shangri-La Express and those those other horses will all sort of head towards a, a Todman. So I think Gay, the way it's looking, Gay and Adrian, they could have up to six or seven. If you had to have a, a bet, who rides Storm Boy in the big one? 
um, Ryan Moore or James McDonald, whichever one they decide to go with. Um, it'll be interesting to see. But if you think, but if you if you James James taken was taken with what he felt with Dawn Boy, but it, you know he's been on Switzerland. He's also been on Switzerland, so yeah. I think it'll come down to the next two runs, and then there'll be an input from everyone. I think everyone will have an input. I think Ryan will have an input from Europe. Um, the Cornwall boys will sit down. James will have his input, and you know you'd you'd like to ride either one. Um, at the moment, the market says you should be on Stormwood, doesn't it? But if, but if you had to, if you had to, to pick a name out of Ryan and James, who do you feel? Doesn't mean you're well, I think, I think just James for a bit of fun. I think James will ride Stormwood. Okay. Uh, and we'll wait and see, I guess, what happens there. Uh, that trial was uh, super impressive. Now, Taylor Swift, she uh, she's obviously in town. I heard, I haven't seen any of the morning news this morning, but apparently we had uh, all the the, uh, the the cameras with the boyfriend. He's flown into Sydney as well. So clearly there's nothing wrong with the country or there's no bad, you know, cost of living or we don't need to be up Woolworths or Coles or anything like that. It's all about uh, Travis. Um, yeah. But it's also affected the travel for our trainers south. What's going on here? Well, I spoke to Rob Heathcote yesterday and he's got star Tontes and she's in the twilight of her career. She's going to be sold at the chairman's sale at the end of the end of the autumn, but um, they decided to give her another couple of runs. So she'll, she'll run in the Millie Fox if she runs well. She's been running really well in Brisbane without much luck getting back in the field. Um, and then she'll run in a Coolmore, maybe a Queen of the Turf or something like that. Rob's gone to buy a ticket to come down on Saturday. He said it was $1,000 for a ticket from Brisbane to Sydney, $1,000 home, and he couldn't get a hotel room. So he'll be watching from Brisbane. Matty Dunn, who's got uh, uh, Fuku Fukubana in the, in the, um, in the uh, Hobartville. She, he's, 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 he's coming. He said usually he costs... It usually cost him a couple of hundred hundred to get there and back, and he said it's six hundred one way. So he's he's um he's paying twice three times what. Well, that's a tip in pay. itself, surely. That's a tip. I mean, and I think it's half a tip that James is on that horse as well. James could have ridden a few horses in that Hobartville, and all of a sudden he so rides. I, I think you'll find James was only booked on Tuesday night, um, very late. So when there okay. was a, when so it wasn't. But, it was a long term, but to get James is a huge benefit. Yeah, it's been been going well in Brisbane. Like Matty Dunn said to me, he said, "Look, um, I've got a big opinion of the horse. There's no use hiding it anymore. We could have gone up and won another race in Brisbane, but why not come down here?" And he's looking at it, the Guineas. I think it's a fifty to one chance in the Guineas. So if it comes out and wins tomorrow, it won't be fifty to one in in on a, in a Guineas after that. So, um, but there, you know. That's, that's the economy at the moment. It's the Taylor Swift economy. You don't, you you can't. You know, we know our tra- trainers and jockeys fly around a lot. You just can't get into Sydney. So, um, I, I suggested to Matty he might drive. He said I can't. I don't have the time to drive because I've got to, I've got to be working, and you can't work while you're behind the wheel. Uh, what about Jason Collard? He's great value. You reckon in the jockeys premiership? Yeah, eight dollars is a great bet, isn't it, for the leader with. Um, with five months to go, really, six months to go. He's he's riding really well now. He's been, all through his career, Jason's been in the shadow of James. He's, he, they come through the apprentice ranks together and James was the star and then Jason followed him over here and he's sort of always been there, always ridden really well. I think he's, I think he's great value at $8. I think 
he, you know what you're going to get with Jason Collie. He'll ride his winners. And James is going to be potting off to Hong Kong, all the carnivals and things like that. Um, he's won a, won a premiership before. And they all say they don't really worry about it till the last two months. But this is the time where you can sort of set it up so that you're in a position to win it. So I think it'll be a three-corner contest. I think Nash will be there as well. But I think out of the three... $8 Jason Collett is one of the better bets, long-term bets I can see. It's better than backing a team to win the NRL, I reckon. And, uh, Chris, before I let you go, mate, obviously we've got the panels panel tomorrow, uh, which you'll be involved with. But Brett, Brett Preble, we're going to see back on uh, Saturday. Yeah, he's had a couple of months off. Brett, um, he he went for a skiing trip with Olivia Deleuze the, um, at the end of the, of the spring. Just needed to freshen up, so... Um, being from Hong Kong, they always had that two two months off, and it just sort of freshens your mind and that. But Brett come back via Hong Kong had uh, had had a look at a couple of factories there that he's got for his business, Persuader, which is uh, used by nearly every major jockey in in Australia. The, their gears gears so good, good, and as Brett calls it, that's my um, superannuation. He said, but he's he's got a real drive back. And speaking of Gerald Ryan, he said. The one thing with Brett Preble, you put him on a horse track work and it's 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 like clockwork. And he, he doesn't miss, you tell him the right ride a certain time, he doesn't miss a tick. So he's in high blue seas on Saturday and good to have him back. And he, he's really focused on getting back to the top level and winning a Group 1 now, of course, based in Sydney and very happy here. Mate, uh, they uh, missed you in Young. You'll have to come to one of these Stanley shenanigans next time. Uh, mate, if I come to one of those, you'd be... I've seen what happens. You, you, you're like a rock star. You're, you are the Taylor Swift of the bush. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, Chris. But we try and back some winners and have some fun. And they were asking about you on uh, Saturday, Matt, out there. They they said they want they want the rooter. Um, the, the old cherry pickers, you know, played footy against a couple of their sides when I was a young fella, and they're hard men at it young. They certainly are. They're very thirsty in there. Well. They can punt, but they were sort of going up and down like a bit of a yo-yo. So uh, we need to we need to get back out there, which I think we will. And it was a great day, mate. And you're coming next time, all right? No problems, mate. I'll talk to you soon. Beautiful. There's Chris Rhodes from the Sydney Morning Herald.